When you actually take a, a loan from a life insurance company, it's an actual loan. When you get a, a, a loan, quote unquote, from the third party lender, it actually comes in a line of credit. So it's a little bit different in that essence. Uh, typically, uh, you are able to get cheaper money when we're using a third party lender, which is why there's a benefit to using a third party. And right now you can get rates between 3.25 to 3.95, depending on the company you use and how much cash value you have in your policy. And so you can see the difference between a life insurance company offering four and a half to 5% to getting 3.25 to 3.95. You're getting cheaper money, which means obviously you're going to have more cash available with whatever your income producing activity is. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. We're talking about life insurance loans, the pros and cons of using a life insurance loans, and also something that a lot of people don't know about is third-party lending as it relates to your whole life and IUL. And uh, I think this is going to offer a ton of value for our audience and for everyone that's gotten my book, The And Asset, and has applied the, the principles in this book um, or are working with someone else. Um, like this will be, this will be a value-packed um, episode. So I'm with our and asset specialist, the dominator. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be talking about and asset policy loans and all that good stuff. So anyways, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, Mr. Williams. I'm, I'm super glad to be here, man. This is going to be a blast. I am super glad to launch our and asset vault coming soon where we're going to be going into all these details, having preferred partners, our network, answer questions, show illustrations, for our analytical friends, it's going to be incredible. For the people that are like wanting to see big picture, it's going to be amazing. We're excited to serve you. This is something that comes up. A lot of people have questions about policy loans. They're confused around it. So what I would love is for you to, number one, explain how a policy loan works from a company. Because a lot of people get this wrong. They say, I'm borrowing from myself. I'm borrowing from myself. That is incorrect, incorrect, incorrect. So we have to understand the basics of that. And then let's talk about third-party lending. And I think this is going to be, again, really beneficial for people that don't know that there's other options other than their, the company to loan against. Yeah, amazing. So yeah, that's the, that's the power behind life insurance in general is that we don't borrow from the policy. We borrow against the policy, which essentially means that the amount of cash value we have is used as collateral and the life insurance company will give us a loan for the amount of cash value we have available. And that's net. So you have a net of $100,000 of cash value. The life insurance company will give you a policy loan $400,000 while your money stays intact and continuously grows compounding at whatever rate that is. And that's what makes it so powerful because your dollars are doing two things now. They're growing in the policy and we're using it for whatever income producing activity at the same time. So that's a very, very key distinction between uh, paying, borrowing from and borrowing against. So that's, that's the number one thing that I want to, uh, to reiterate. Uh, the number two is essentially paying the policy loan back. Right. And a lot of times we get very, very into the, the miscommunication in the infinite banking world that you pay interest back to yourself. And that is essentially false. You don't pay interest back to yourself, you pay interest back to the life insurance company. It works like any other loan. If I have $100,000 and I'm getting a uh, charge at 5% interest from the, the life insurance company, 5% of $100,000 is $5,000. That means at the end of the year, 
I now have a $105,000 policy loan to pay back to the life insurance company. That's why we always encourage though, paying the interest at the bare minimum back. So interest doesn't compound on top of each other. And, you know, just to give a, a barometer of right now of where uh, interest rates are for policy loans, they're right now about as low as is four and a half percent to, for the companies we use is as high as is 5%. Uh, but there are other companies out there that offer six, 8% policy loans as well. Um, so that's something also to uh, keep in mind as we talk about uh, the next phase of, of our conversation. Um, but you know, something that I actually realized uh, in the infinite banking space and where this concept came from of, of paying yourself back and kind of how it started and kind of like the myth behind it. Uh, I think the intention behind it was if I take a policy loan, right? I get charged interest. When I char get charged interest, I pay that interest back to the, the company, which means the company becomes more profitable. And when the company becomes more profitable, the profits come back to me as a policy owner because I get a dividend. And so theoretically in that essence, that's paying yourself back the interest because you're getting the dividend that is coming back to you full circle because you're helping the life insurance company be more profitable. And and also from talking to Nelson personally, he, it's also a lot of behavior. If you use a policy loan for yourself, like say you want to buy a car or something else, instead of just paying the minimum, if you pay yourself back with more, which by the way, for those analytical friends of mine, you're not actually paying more interest back because that's not possible, but you're paying more back, maybe repaying the loan back faster or paying, um, routing more money into life insurance if there's room through paid up additions. And so it was, it was Nelson's way of also saying like, you're, I liked how you mentioned that about like the indirect benefit of being a mutual company, um, but also, um, like if you're buying something like a liability, like a car, uh, you could potentially pay yourself back more, which is essentially saying save more. So it's more of a behavior than an analytical statement. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, something else to, to keep in mind too, is a, a common question that's asked around policy loans is, is it fixed or is it variable? Um, 99.9% .9 of the companies that I've looked at and seen are, are variable. And uh, people also ask, well, how is that calculated? And you know, you can look directly on illustrations and companies' policies on, on how those are calculated. And majority of the companies will say that they're calculated by a third party due to an index or, you know, or a Moody Bond index or anything like that. So it's all gonna be based around, you know, current economy, uh, interest rates, things like that. So the how to calculate an interest rate it's not something that we can do and there's no like actual formula to it. It's all going to be based around third party factors that are involved within the economy. And, and what's interesting is a lot of companies for the longest time have kept theirs about the same. Mm -hmm. And so it is, it, it is, it is variable. And if interest rates skyrocket, that is something to look at. Um, the other thing that I'll say is the nice thing about being at a company like a mutual company is it, it's very much, there's that loan interest that you have to pay in the rate. But then there's also the dividend and crediting interest and it doesn't, nothing happens immediately, but it's one of those ideas of like, if interest rates skyrocket, that, that could mean that interest rate on the loan would go up. But then that also means that the insurance company can invest in T-bills and other things and get a higher rate of return too. So that's, those are, it's always good to work and understand that there's going to be a balance of where you put your money. Amazing. And so this leads us to now our, our second point. Can I make another yeah, point? Yeah, go ahead. So Please. A, another common question is, does this affect my, my, you know, credit score? Does this affect my 
you know, how much I can take loans. Do people see, do banks see this? That when, cause we say policy loan, a lot of people have a negative view of loans. And we do have other people that are like, I don't necessarily, like I'm pretty leveraged. I don't necessarily want to leverage more. How would you answer that? Um, so I apologize. Can you ask the question again? Yeah. So the, the question is, how do, does taking policy loans affect your credit score? Okay. And does it affect like, do, do other institutions? I mean, we're talking about these are private contracts. And I think a lot of times when people say that this is a loan, they, they almost think of it like you're taking a loan from a bank, but that's not the case in life insurance. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't affect your credit score at all. Um, like there's zero, that's the, that's the beautiful part about when you take a policy loan from life insurance is yeah. that it's liquid, you have control over it, it's fast and um, you, there, you don't have to go through a bunch of paperwork, right? right. When, when it comes to, you know, my phone right here, I can go to a company like Mass Mutual and I can go through an app and it takes literally one minute to fill out the application and answering five questions. And then I can have my loan, you know, within, you know, four to 10 days, depending on, you know, how, how backed up they are. So that's the beautiful part about using a life insurance company over a bank because yep. it doesn't require all that extra stuff. The other benefit is the unstructured loans mm, that amazing. which repayment, which means you do have the ultimate uh, authority to do whatever you want to do as it relates to paying interest, paying principal back. And for some, some of you, you might be in a position to like, Hey, we don't want to touch any more cash flow. We want to make sure that this thing that we're doing um, succeeds. And some of you guys uh, pay yourself back aggressively and you're not, it's, you're not going to get penalized uh, either way. So, yeah. And, and as a thinking of another topic in regards to policy loans is the difference between a direct recognition and non-direct yep. recognition, right? Which is something that's important to, to know. And it's, it's not saying that one is better than the other. It's just important that you understand what the difference between the two is. And so if I have a, a non-direct recognition, essentially saying, if I take a policy loan, my dividend is not affected at all by the growth of my policy. Like it's not affected, it doesn't recognize it. Now, in contrary, a direct recognition will say, okay, you've taken a policy loan, now your dividend will be affected. That could be up, that could be down, it's gonna be different depending on every company. So just something to be aware of as well when you're getting involved with uh, you know, an and asset. That's right, all right, so now we're gonna be talking about the, the thing I'm, I'm really excited about. Not a lot of people are talking about as it relates to life insurance, infinite banking, taking loans, and it's third-party lending. And I think for the right type of person, this is something that you should for sure look into. And why don't you explain the, the pros, what it, what it is actually, and the pros and cons of that? Yeah. So third-party lending, think of it exactly the same way a life insurance company will give you a loan. It's the same exact concept that a bank or a third-party lender will give you a loan. They take your policy as collateral, right? There's really no risk to them. So they'll take your policy as collateral and give you a loan up to the amount of cash value you have. Now, some lenders will give you 95% of your cash value. Some will give you 100. Depending on the product, you have an IUL, they'll give you 70%. So it's, it's all going to be different, the amount of cash value that they'll be willing to lend you based on certain certain factors of, of the policy, the company, and who you're using. Um, so that's first and foremost to remember uh, the difference between the third-party lender and the life insurance company is a couple things is uh, loan rates are different. Uh, how you pay the policy back is different. Um, and also uh, the type of loan is a little different too. When you actually take a, a loan from a life insurance company, it's an actual loan. When you get a, a, a loan, quote unquote, from the third-party lender, it actually comes in a line of credit. So it's a little bit different in that essence. Uh, typically, 
uh, you are able to get cheaper money when we're using a third party lender, which is why there's a benefit to using a third party. And right now you can get rates between 3.25 to 3.95, depending on the company you use and how much cash value you have in your policy. And so you can see the difference between a life insurance company offering four and a half to 5% to getting 3.25 to 3.95. You're getting cheaper money, which means obviously you're going to have more cash available with whatever your income producing activity is. Uh, the other thing to consider is how you pay the policy back is super, super important because this is why Caleb says it may not be for everybody. It, it is uh, dependent on circumstance because when it comes to a life insurance policy, it is unstructured like Caleb mentioned, which means that you essentially don't ever have to pay the policy loan back because if you die, the death benefit will pay for the policy loan. And in the instance of having a loan with a third party lender, there is requirements to paying that back. And so it is only interest payments only though, right? For now. Yeah, for now, for yeah. now, things could change, right? Yeah. Um, but when you think yeah. about it, like that's honestly how things should be paid back in a responsible way right. when it comes to life insurance in general. At the bare minimum, you should always pay the interest back. So you're not compounding, int your interest isn't compounding on top of each other. And so depending on the company, it could be a monthly interest only payment or it could be a quarterly interest payment. So you have to ask yourself, how am I going to use these funds? Yeah. Where, when, and then you can make the decision on should I go to a third party lender based off of what I'm trying to accomplish? Man, I think that was really well well said. I the other thing that comes to my mind on the pros and cons is quicker access to money. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of these some of these third party institutions give you fast access. We're talking checkbook access. Checkbook. We're talking there's a company that gives you a debit card, yeah, which true. is I'm like almost scared to say on YouTube. Um, and so it's like that's that's that could be a huge advantage and is very advantageous for for some people that definitely see the value in that. Um, I would say the negative view, and I would also say repaying loans would also be easier mm -hmm. because it's like an it's an actual bank online portal kind of deal. The negative, uh, potentially, it's for some of you, it's not a negative. Is they they pull your credit, so it's that uh, it's it's like it is something. It's it's not off the radar screen anymore, and so that might be something that um, is a is maybe a turnoff for you guys. And then, um, but but it might not depending on the company, actually show up on okay. your overall credit report. So okay. if you have a, a line of credit for $100,000, it's not going to say you have $100,000, um, depending on the use. So some companies will say, if you're using for a business purpose, right? If that's a business activity, that could be real estate, potentially investing, you know, anything that is of that nature, uh, it won't be affected with your actual credits. But if you say, hey, I'm going to take this policy loan and make it personal because I want to use it for uh, a basement or something like that to remodel, then that's when it'll show up on your credit report. So it's just all going to be based around how you use it, you know, what's the intention. And obviously we believe in using, uh, you know, funds like that for income producing activities, yeah. which isn't the only way to use it, but that's a, you know, a huge philosophy that we have. And so it's just all going to be based around how you're using it once again. Well, at Better Wealth, we are we are motivated by optimization and the definition of op optimization is taking what you're currently doing and making it better there are some people that are, have whole life insurance policies that they're paying 6 and sometimes 8% on this may be this may be a game changer for those type of people and 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 you might be this type of person that's might paying 5% but you might be able to get a cheaper rate but maybe quicker access to money and it, so what, regardless, it's not for everyone. The, the other thing that we should mention is there are minimums or account minimums. Let's obviously we work with multiple third parties, but what's like the range? 
Yeah. So the range is going to be, you know, they state that uh, one company states that it's 60K is a minimum. Okay. And then another company will state that 100K is a minimum. Okay. Right. And depending on, you know, who you talk to for one of the companies, we can get it low enough to about 20K minimum. Right. It's, it's something that you can do um, that he does mention. Um, but with that being said, uh, you know, between, I would say, closer to the 60 to 100K would make more sense to have access to capital in this essence. And this is my professional recommendation. I can't actually recommend anything on life insurance through YouTube or anything. So take this with a grain of salt. But I don't recommend people leveraging every penny of anything. Keep that in mind. I, for every time it makes sense on paper, there's something about just taking a step back and wisdom saying, whatever your emergency reserve is, let's like very much be true to that. So I think, you know, leveraging every penny, we just got to be careful across the board. And and if you have 20,000, 30,000, this may not be a good situation, like even put yourself in. And it could be every, every situation is a little bit different. So Dom, since we don't have the and asset vault quite yet, if you're watching this, like a, like not recent, you may below, you might see a link and go click that. Uh, we are like wanting to lead the charge for everything life insurance, overfunded life insurance and asset. We're coming out with a movie, which I'm really pumped about. So check that out. In the meantime, we're going to have your email. Amazing. <laughs> Dom, D-O-M, D-O-M at betterwealth.com. If you have any questions about the and asset, you can check him out uh, Just and reach, reach out to us. Uh, we very much want to be of service. And we also have a bunch of other links and other videos and we want to serve you any other things that you want to mention before we wrap this video up. No, I'm uh, I'm just excited to to be able to serve at a high level. And, you know, if you do have any questions, like I'll be more than happy to answer them. There's so many things in regards to this subject, loans, interest rates, like variable fit, like all these different things. So if, if it wasn't clear enough here, like feel free to reach out and I'll be more than happy to answer. Uh, policy loan is a huge advantage to a properly structured life insurance. It very much unlocks. It gives you options. It gives you opportunities. And so you want to make sure that you understand it. You want to make sure that you have you have proper education. But more importantly, you want to make sure that whatever your current situation, it's most optimized for helping you get those results. And so with that, if you've not liked, subscribed, shared this video with people, we appreciate um, you doing so. We need you to be, be help serve more people. And so thank you from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and for all your guys' support. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.